0: all right what's up man how you we're doing? chilling dog good how are you bro i'm good just get a little berry vision in me
1: but uh you know living the dream as they say thanks bro thanks for bringing these is what i meant to say not just yeah. thanks bro about you living the dream me living the dream I yeah mean, hey. i mean thank you for living the dream yeah you know it takes what courage. is your shirt um blue g cream yeah on the back
0: it's like um you know like those pre-packaged joints like it's pretty much that, but I got in New York City. It was like 50 bucks.
1: Oh, sick. I don't know. Some little like, pop up shop. Yeah. You want to pull the mic down, like how it is for me, like below? Yep. Perfect. All right. There you go. How are you doing? Perfect. That's good. Okay. I think people are going to like that. All right. Oh, yeah. Episode 10 of the I Am Your Friend podcast. And our guest today is our friend Luke, hey, who also up? happens to be my cousin.
0: I'm very proud to be so.
1: Yeah. Our entire lives, we've been cousins. Isn't I know. That crazy.
0: Nice. Not many other people can say that. I do like Yeah, I don't. Twenty five other people. I mean,
1: it's just twenty five. Yeah, small number. Um, what's going on, bro?
0: Not much, man. Been working a shit ton. You yeah. know, just I'm bartending now. Oh yeah. The bartend, I heard about that? Getting on the circuit.
1: i I've I've lived that life myself. It's I a mean, good time.
0: I'm coming from the kitchen so it's Right like,
1: I did the same thing bro yeah. I was a kitchen guy The natural
0: progression Right
1: I was a dishwasher And then I was a cook And then I was a server okay. And then Now I'm a uh, Bartender Or I mean, not anymore But I became one And then I bailed And now I work at 9 to 5 Yeah Well yeah. hell yeah It's selling out but
0: Why not It it's happens Way fucking better At least you're doing something on the side You know That's true Exploring your passions yeah, I'm and hanging shit. Out
1: put my phone on do not disturb here real quick oh yeah probably just try not to be distracted you know
0: movie theater vibes
1: (laughs) for real um so how old are you now 21
0: freshly 21 as in well not freshly i'm closer to 22 now yeah you know it's it's nice it sucked that it happened during covid yeah because like i was i wanted to go to like the world's largest disco
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's usually around the same time that as your birthday. That was on right? my
0: birthday. Oh, it was. Yeah, sir. So, yeah.
1: But whatever. You know, life
0: goes There's time. always next year, baby. I've then? never
1: been to the world's largest disco, but I hear it's a good time. Me neither. Yeah, so well, I was obviously, like, yeah, it's yeah, 21 plus of exactly, that, bro. So um, one so, of uh, my favorite things about you, which you probably don't know, this is one of my favorite things about you, is that you went to school for a year and then said, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so I'm out of here. And uh, I think that's, like, the the best decision you could have made. Um, and I just didn't do that, you know? I just was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm having a good time. So I'm going to keep having a good time. But financially, that was a terrible decision on my end, you know? Yeah. So...
0: Uh, well, that's pretty much what... I mean, like, financials was definitely a big part. But, like, mental ho- like health-wise, you know, like, just the stress it was like, putting on me, like, my family... And, like, honestly, like, the easiest thing to ever happen was COVID because, like, it brought me home. And, like, I was, like, just sitting at a computer and I was just, like, so disenfranchised from the whole, like, college experience at that point. Like, I was, like, I can't just sit by and watch, like, my parents struggle. Like, you know, my mom's, she's working her ass off, like, every day. And I'm, like, well... Kind of son of mine, to
1: just right sit at home on a laptop, yeah, not to help at hand, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how, um, during the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people probably, I mean, I did, I, I know for sure I did, of just like when you're stuck inside and you just are like, you know, confined to your quarters and have to, you know, it really just this is, you know, kind of disassociates from like what's actually going on, so like. You know, you're going to school in your bedroom or whatever. Yeah. And, and, uh, and
0: I didn't really have like a general direction. I had no idea right, what the fuck right. I was
1: doing. Yeah.
0: I, I liked maybe two classes. And, sure. And there was philosophy. Like, there what go, am I yeah. Do?
1: We'll get into that in, in a minute for sure. But uh no, I'm just saying like when I was working from home, you know, and it's like, when you take away everything else outside of the experience, you know what I mean? When it's like, okay, you don't have the college experience anymore, right? Or for me, you don't have the office, I'm not in the office, I'm not with people, I'm not socializing, I don't have the amenities, I don't have, you know, all I have is the work. And when you just have the work, Mm It really makes you think, like, what the fuck am I doing? Exactly. You know what I mean? Or what, what am I, I want doing to it do?
0: for? Like, if I'm exactly. just doing work by myself, I want it to be on myself. Yeah. Like, I feel like the people you surround yourself with at work, like, it's almost like a copium. You know, it's like, you know, every, everyone's in it together. So it's like, you don't want to be the Debbie Downer to bring everyone down. But you're also, like, making the most of it. You know, it's like workaholics and, like, in, like, in a perfect world. But, you know. Right. I'd love to be Adam.
1: That's your guy, Adam? Well, honestly, I feel like, like... I feel like I, you're more I, of a Blake guy. I
0: personify with all three at times. Yeah, same. Like, I feel like there's a constant battle going on inside of me. For sure. Just who wants to come out.
1: That's how I feel about... Uh, <clears throat> well, I, sometimes it's theirs. Yeah, I feel like I am... I always say I am all the characters of that 70s show, like, in one person. <laughs> like, I think I'm every single character in, in, in one. Right, I have, that's I a have tall, pieces of all of them. But... <laughs> but I love that 7-show. I love on Parker split Hogs too. there. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's probably concerning. <laughs> you know? When it's like, yeah, I actually have all these voices in my yeah, head. Yeah, right. Um, or all these personalities. That movie's fucking crazy.
0: That movie is crazy. Yeah. That Who's that actor? That guy's
1: uh, uh, so gifted.
0: Shit. And he doesn't get the recognition. Here we are. I don't even know his fucking name. And
1: I know. I do know his name. I just can't think. But now I got to look it much up. Every role. Because I, I'm not going to do this man a disservice. Um. He's one of those guys that during the, uh, there was a Twitter, uh, trend for a while that was like, um, you know, people who understand the assignment. That yeah, was the whole yeah, thing. yeah. It's like that dude fucking got it
0: At any role.
1: He just, James kills. McAvoy. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's phenomenal in everything. James dude. McAvoy. Shout out James McAvoy for sure. Killer. Um, yeah. Well, so you decide to stop going to school and just start working and figuring out what you want to do in life. Yeah, which is cool, man. I know uh, every every person I know who has done that, which is very few. um, I am jealous of because it's like, you know, that's what life is. I mean, it's not putting yourself into thousands of dollars in debt sitting in a classroom, not knowing what you want to do with your life. It's you know, it's
0: trying to figure it like go have real life experiences. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like hands on is the best way to learn. I can't learn through someone else's experience, you know, if I can't have it myself. And you know that I guess that's what college is for. Yeah. So it's like you you're out there to experience like t- you're in a whole new place, you know. And you're chasing these experiences around you. Like I was in Cincinnati, but I didn't really get to the step where I could get an internship or really mm-hmm. get to branch out cuz one I didn't even have a car and I was stuck in like like you know, it was like a low income neighborhood and then just this massive Christian institute and like that was just, like, the irony in it all. Yeah. I was like...
1: That's just remind There's a song... Well, there's an EP from this band called Water Me Down called Bragging Rights, and there's a song on it called God, I Found Hell. And uh, in the song, he says, uh, God, I found hell in a college town. At least it felt like hell to me. And then later in the song, he says, uh, sleepless in Cincinnati is what they'll call me. So I wonder if that's where he went. I, I mean, I'm sure there's multiple schools yeah. in Cincinnati I mean, for sure, UC is
0: like smack dab in the actual maybe city that's of yeah. Cincinnati. And that's like a way bigger school. Yeah. But um, that's where all the action was for sure. Yeah. UC. Xavier was a, you know, it was a small school. You yeah. Know? Like it, it had all this like big buildup. And of course, like the basketball team. That was That's
1: the shit there at Xavier? Yeah, but
0: it, it couldn't get anything going at the time I was there, so that was kind of... Yeah. But uh, actually, I'm not going to... don't want to shit on one of my roommates. He was from Australia, and he was like a walk-on on the team. Damn. So that's pretty
1: cool. Ramon. Shout out Ramon. Shout out Ramon. From Australia. From Australia. Did he... He came here to go to Xavier? Yeah, for basketball. So, like,
0: he didn't go... Con- I think he did, like, two years in high school. Like, some school in maybe, like, Indiana or some place like that, you know. like Yeah, the, somewhere in the Midwest. Like, you know, private yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. or, like, whatever, private high schools. They're so big on sports, so they'll just take from anywhere. Right. Uh, how many rooms did you have? So, how it worked, like, my freshman year, it was... Um,
1: Were you living, like, on campus?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, like, every time, that like, the whole time I was living on campus. So, it was, like, two conjoined dorms with a bathroom in between and two people on each side and then my sophomore year um it was actually pretty cool um i had like well seven roommates and then one left he was just a temporary one he was looking for a spot to stay and i was like hell yeah <laughs> and then uh so i had that room to myself for like six months so that that oh, was sick. another thing it was like super sick but like once i closed the door like i isolated myself you yeah know, like and like I think that's essential for a little, you know, like yeah, for like, sure. I you, I feel that. Like you need the bits of socialization because, yeah. like, you get caught up in your own insanity so quick. You know? Yeah, like, I bet you can. You can spin a spin a thread as a whole tapestry Yeah, just
1: I think about that a lot because obviously, I mean, I'm I'm still living with my parents, but when I, you know, you eventually I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Uh and I, you know contemplate back and forth of, like, should I live on my own? Do I do the roommate thing? And then, like, living by myself, like, I feel like, you know, parts of it would be great, but at the same time, it's just, like, I'd probably get real lonely and probably, like, lose my shit pretty quick. I know, but you that, know? another thing is, like, I
0: also – I find it so hard to try to drag someone else into my life to try to live with them. You know, it's like,
1: yeah, my thing is I'm just like super particular about how I like I'm very neat and organized and like, I just like, I like shit in exact way. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I like, you know, uh, like I like making the decisions for like home decor and shit. I'm all about like setting the vibe of the room. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I mean, my anxiety is like, you know, all Up here at all yeah, times, you, so
0: you need the proper feng shui. Right, exactly, and, you know. and
1: that and that really like helps me. You know what I mean? I like like when I have like a nice, well, neat, clean space, and like I have what I want on the walls where I want them. You know, like I feel like there's like a, a an OCD yeah. thing going on in the back too. That it's just like when shit is set where it's supposed to be, it just like keeps me at ease. Calms you, you yeah. Know, and like. that's kind of the same. Where it's like I don't want to bring somebody into that. Where it's like I don't want to like. See, I right. had you and then how do you see you explain me freak that out? Right. you know, exactly. like yeah. if they don't
0: really have a solid grasp on it, it just seems yeah. like you're being a dick, but right? It's like, yeah, it's like no, damn, this, this dude's important. out of his goddamn don't, mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. it's, it's just, like, yeah, and
1: I kind of am, and that's yeah. kind of but know. like I'm still
0: me, you right? Know? It's like yeah, take the good with the bad, yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. Uh, are you still writing at all? I know you were writing so, for a while, which is when I started to like pay attention to you more, you know, not that I didn't pay attention to you before, but it was just like. You know, uh, in our on our this the side of the family that we're on, um, I feel like we don't have that many, uh, you know, outwardly outwardly expressive creative people. Oh no, oh no,
0: we're so and I've shut always
1: at, right, yeah. yeah, and I've always felt like kind of alone in that. So when I saw you posting stuff that you started like writing, I was like, yo, let's go! Like, yeah. I need someone else on my side here. So I write like, um, you know, I just did it purely as like stress relief,
0: like sure. just like through poetry you know yeah. it's like it's easier to express yourself because you're not dealing with just these objective truths that words can hold sometimes you know you're like you're putting it all in well sometimes they can if you're taking it literally but that's where poetry comes in obviously with you know your figurative elements and stuff but you know i like sometimes if like i feel like i'm having an anxiety attack or something i just like kind of like to take in my surroundings and like try to write a haiku or something
1: yeah yeah that's cool that's a good way to do i mean that's what it was for me like forever was just like that's the only way i knew how to deal with shit you know like i feel like you know there's thoughts going through my head at a a thousand miles a minute uh a lot of the time you know especially i mean growing up even as a kid yeah for sure i'm a big i've been big on journaling lately too of just like a stream of consciousness shit you ever get into that oh yeah love that man like I'll um, ju- no-
0: normally I'll just do like a, like a, like a voice. Yeah, a voice yeah, memo. yeah. I do that sometimes
1: too. Just cause like
0: my ADHD is like, you know me, you've known me my entire life. I'm, right. I'm a pretty, um, spazzy. Yeah. let <laughs> you know, put it kindly. Um, but you know, like sitting in front of a computer and just simply typing, like I prefer writing, but then again, my handwriting's so bad and my like, I, sucks, so I just bro. stopped doing it yeah. because I was like. I have to conform to the computer because it's the only way I can right.
1: really but see like, my thing is with writing on the computer is like what I liked about it. But the or, message is sloppy too. So you know, like I think yeah. there's like a little Well the thing is it's also not for anybody else. You yeah, know, it's just exactly. for you, so it doesn't really matter. But for me, like writing on a phone or writing on a computer, uh, you know, like I was saying, like my thoughts move at like a thousand miles a minute sometimes. So it's like when I and I can type really fast, so it's like it allows me to get it, you know what I mean? Like and then get you everything look back out fast. Yeah. yeah but and when i write i have to write slowly and so like but there's also something good in that too when it's like it allows it for like thought calculation almost yeah you it know? forces like, you to slow down for a second it's yeah. like you know when i'm typing on a computer if i'm doing if i'm journaling that way it's like okay my thoughts are going this fast i gotta get all of this out as fast as i can and expand on it whatever and then but when i'm writing in a notebook it's like okay, I can't possibly get all this out. It's, so it's like, so you have to focus on one thought at a time and get it out, which is also extremely beneficial. So, um, and like sometimes the impulsive thoughts aren't always the best one. Yeah. You true. Know, like
0: the ones that pop up real quick, but like, yeah, those are normally like your buzzword thoughts. Yeah. You know? The,
1: the, the caveman thoughts yeah, is what I exactly. call it. Yeah. That's a huge, it's more
0: instinctual
1: than it is right. like
0: deep insight. Yeah. Those are usually your worst metacognition. Thoughts. You know? Yeah.
1: And I'm I'm a person who likes to... I mean, and I'm sure most people do, is just, like, those instinctual thoughts when they come up, it's like, whoa. Like, why did I just think that? You know what I mean? And, and it's, then... It's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, I uh, I like the idea of thinking about shit, like, primally. I don't know if that's a word, but, like, just, like... Yeah, instinctually is, is the better well, word, but... big seg-
0: Big jump. What do you think about, like, past lives and stuff? Oh, wow. Do you think that, like because i i list, i was listening to um your third podcast with kea kea yeah, yeah. and like I, I really loved what she had to say about the whole energy stuff and like um i did a mushrooms experience in like chicago with like my buddy from college james and my other buddy josh and like my buddy james like led us through like a meditation circle oh sick and like he his big claim is that he was a pharaoh in egypt and like <laughs> I've never been able to like really get there and like see anything, but like yeah,
1: me neither. But the I possibilities think yeah, are fun for to think sure. About, you know? Well, yeah. And yeah. And I've talked about this on the, on the podcast before of the idea of energy doesn't has to go yeah, somewhere, right? Exactly. It doesn't just die. So it's like your body, it transforms if anything well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I, I don't know the idea of a past life or, or reincarnation, I guess makes sense for me. Um, I just have no idea how to tap into that. And I'm sure, um i don't think we're meant to yeah honestly. i don't know See, some my of thing us is, maybe like right there
0: are some people you, you meet and you're just like
1: i'm all about the idea of enlightenment and like that's the goal right that's where we're trying to reach reaching nirvana if you will mm-hmm. of just like um the wheel of dharma yeah just just leveling up to a point of consciousness where it's like you completely it's like the end of the video game, right? It's like, I completely understand my story and my, and understand what my energy is yeah. and harbor and understand what I'm harboring in here and where it's been and where it's going. And you can separate that from the body and the mind. You know what I mean? And just have the the spirit aspect of it. And, uh, that's like, you know, true peace. And that's where yeah. you become like, no more ego. You're not a, one. You're Right. Not exactly. You're and that's the entire thing is, and, and that's kind of where my focus has been. You know, and you're, you know, worlds ahead. I mean, when I was 21, I was not thinking about this. Shit. I was, but it was more like uh, a base level, just like I smoke a lot of weed and yeah. think about this. But, um, you know, as I've been been getting older, I just, you know, dive more deeper into it. And, um, you know, the I mean, psychedelics are, are kind of like cheat codes. To the yeah. video to yeah, completing but, the video game yeah. you know it's like uh, the, the, the the YouTube tutorial yeah you know? totally yeah you take them and then you're like whoa like I just kind of Saw the I got a little, leveler. a little, yeah, yeah yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah and they level up
0: too. You know, there's yep. difficulty levels. It's like here's mushrooms, here's right. acid. I here's still have. DMT. A... Well, yeah. have you done DMT? I would love to do DMT. Haven't? I haven't been comfortable enough. Like, yeah, we. I officially just
1: became the Joe Rogan. Now that we're, uh, yeah, the right. first, we're first time we're DMT. talking about DMT. lick a toad, man. Um. So is is that a thing? Yeah, uh, I've heard there, of. There's that.
0: toads in the, like. Some desert, maybe in Mexico, New Mexico, Arizona. You know that yeah, that that dry, arid yeah. land. Um, yeah, that they have like a more natural form of DMT. It's like it has an extra um, molecule attached to it, so it takes you on a completely different trip. It's like you know uh, Martin's Fantasy Island. Yeah, you know like that roller <laughs> this coaster. Two
1: two episodes in a row, we brought up Fantasy Island, but yeah, what the Silver Shout Comet. Out. Shout out Fancy Island for sure. They're probably struggling. Right yeah, now. Uh, they're closed for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. they've been closed for a little bit. Probably for the best. Yeah, but uh, but my friend Meg, who was on last week, apparently has some insight that uh, it might be somebody's trying to go in and redo it. They um, should
0: probably take down the Silver Comet.
1: Yeah, that thing is a loss That's waiting to happen. Whiplash every sure. time. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, that thing is terrifying. But anyways, yeah, that's fun. the
0: <laughs> toad version of DMT, the Silver Comet, and then like the other DMT is like the Superman. So the other DMT is better? I don't know. It's just, you know, it's like uh, newer, I oh, okay. guess. okay, cleaner. Cleaner. Yeah. You know, like it's it's the crystal form, you know? It can gotcha. be made through chemistry yeah. and science.
1: Yeah, the first time I ever heard about DMT, I was in Fredonia, and I uh, met this kid from East Aurora who was a white dude with dreads, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> East Aurora? Really? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, every... I, Everybody I know from Easter at one point or another, has had super long hair. And, uh, like, half of them had dreads, and the other half thought about it. You know I, what I, mean?
0: I don't know what it is, but, like, Easter could be confused for a juggalo encampment.
1: Easterora is a cult town, for it sure. Is, they are definitely... There's, like, human sacrifice. There's some ship. crazy in there's that some, water, dude. The, yeah. The the vibes are interesting. I worked in Easter for a while. It's, but, uh, I mean, hey, it's just, they got I love their own Aurora, thing
0: though. going, though. It's a pretty cool pretty cool spot
1: yeah it on. is i lo- I was actually just talking about this Biddler's, last night
0: it's probably old man Bidler who runs the whole thing yeah
1: he's he's, he's the the, uh, Walt Disney the cult leader of yeah. yeah he's he's running the show he's the man behind the curtain um i was just talking about this last night with uh, a few of my buddies about just like the ultimate life goal of like where i want to end up and where i'm trying to go you know like i would like to own a home or just live in a home uh <laughs> in like in like the uh they can call your own yeah there you go uh, in like the Elmwood Village, probably I don't know, just like somewhere in the city of Buffalo, um, and live there for like a while, and then eventually like retire to like East Aurora and like, have some land and like you know be in the town and shit. I don't know. I like East Aurora; it's a good. It's a is good that, spot.
0: What I like about East Aurora is it has like this almost country, cu- not country in the, like the aspect of yeah, like the yeah, but yeah. you know like um the rural setting rather. But it's all the benefits of that having nature all around you, you know, beauty yeah. flowing, people caring about like, yeah, it's, what a, they good, do it's the a good, there's a good, good yeah.
1: sense of the community there for sure. Um, definitely like more forward thinking people than, uh, than surrounding areas. Um, yeah, which it's, is it's which is song. huge. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, a,
1: totally, totally. And that, that's an obviously, I mean, you know me. That's my shit, too. That's right. where and that's why I want to get into the city and stuff. You know, it's like living in West Seneca. I'm like fucking Jesus, know, bro. Right? Like every I, day, so. I'm trying to be like you know progressive yeah. as I can. But it's like this is a town. This that's is not moving at a yeah. snail's Orchard pace. Orchard
0: Park and Colden aren't really too different either.
1: I you know? imagine they would not be. Yeah, yeah. Um, West Seneca and Orchard Park are very. uh similar, I mean, Orchard Park's way bigger, but uh, I was reading yesterday, so we get like the. <laughs> this is like the most old man shit ever, but I get uh, we get the Sun, which is, is like the Orchard newspaper? Park, West Seneca newspaper, yeah and it's like West Seneca, Alma, Orchard Park, a real weird <laughs> circle of dying towns. brand. Dude, man. that's what I'm saying, but hey uh, hair, hair somebody at my house pays know? for it yeah, and it right. shows up and I read it. Um, <laughs> but I just like to know what's going on, you yeah, know? Right? And, um, and, I mean, you,
0: we honestly should because we are our local government right, right right
1: right yeah I mean I'm not I'm not, not, not fucking paying less than I can tell my parents are. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate true. them for we it you know it. uh but I was uh reading uh the there's this article about like uh you know Orchard Park is split on uh returning to school like on how they're gonna return to school like with the COVID thing and yeah. everything and I just was thinking about I was like damn I was like it is crazy how like um just like this area of the suburbs like which is the towns just south of the city are so split like politically and uh and and um like by money too like yeah. you have really like wealthy parts of both towns you can see the economic lines everywhere right exactly you know, like, yeah I and mean, i think that's super interesting um and i think it's also good i feel like you kind of need that to have a a thriving town almost um i mean
0: it it also shows our history because like the towns that didn't have money now didn't always necessarily like lackawanna you know south buffalo in the 70s 60s 80s you know like they were thriving you know buffalo was really on the come up i mean just look at all the references and like that music from that era like you know people before the buffalo bills were good like i don't know growing up no one had no idea like people didn't know what Buffalo was,
1: but yeah, like, no offense. Fa- I mean, Buffalo dude, Buffalo was like the, like the city in America and like the, in like the end of the 19th century, like late 1800s, like everybody was coming here, you know, and it was we just a lot like, going on. That's, yeah, dude, yeah. the, the, um, steel mill and shit. Like there was a lot of, it was just a place of industry. It was a very, you know, like the working class. It was a real opportunity city for like just jobs. Yeah. Jobs, jobs everywhere, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you know the economy kind of collapsed, uh, and I don't. I'm not gonna act like I know a shit about it because I don't. It, cause I really don't. This is just like it. very base yeah. level of what I understand of the history of Buffalo is just it was like the hottest place in like the 19th cent in the late 19th century I mean, or ro- early 1900s. Probably. Here, I mean, we did. They did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had the. Well, um, William McKinley got shot there. Right? Yeah, that was the uh, uh, Pan American Expedition. Yeah, poor bastard. Poor bastard. Shout out William McKinley. Cheers to William McKinley. Yeah, so that probably might have been the turning point. Do you guess shot here and uh Yeah, like you know at this Buffalo Place <laughs> This minute, place is we're out. We're moving this out. Place is crazy. Um yeah, so then the economy kind of took a turn for the worse, And then, you know, the city of Buffalo was like really shitty uh for a while and then um you know, within just the past, you know, couple decades probably it's been turning around. Yeah, which is cool. Um and uh it's been a long time coming for sure for sure and it's cool to see and it's it's tough um you know it's a i'm not even gonna get into it because it's not something i know a lot about and i know i have friends that know a lot more about it than i do about like i have friends like who like work for the city and like do shit for the city so like they they know a lot more than i do so i'm not gonna talk on it like i do know anything but um it's a lot a lot of uh hard work going into it and uh, trying to make it even better, but there's also a lot of like pushback and a lot of shit. So. Yeah, I mean, ch- change comes at the price. Yeah, of know. course. Of course. I read a lot. There's that uh, Buffalo Rising is a news outlet in Buffalo. Um, I read on there a lot because they go into a, uh, a lot of big newspaper guy dude i like i mean i <laughs> like reading i like knowing what's going yeah. on
0: you know um that's what honestly i've been getting back into is just reading anything like
1: yeah i don't know i just like uh i like knowing what's going on in like all aspects of my life you know like of what like of my surroundings what's going around you know? yeah like, exactly like, like so the,
0: the, well i think that's just like you wanting to be prepared you know it's this like, at least that's how it is for me. Like, I'm a risk assessor, you know? It's like, I like to try to be ahead of the curve before the curve comes, you know? So, yeah, that's a good way to be. Yeah, because you don't get hurt so
1: bad that yeah. way, you know? Yeah, I mean, and also, obviously, as a person who runs a podcast, I like having conversations. So, I like yeah. knowing what's going on, exactly. you know? And uh But, you know, I am a... uh jack of all trades master of none so i just try to take a little bit of what's going on everywhere so i'm not an expert on anything but um at least you have something to offer yeah you know? that's you know i'm trying but yeah yeah big newspaper guy not physical newspaper you know um well, but I like just
0: an- antiquated
1: right yeah. yeah but you know I, I i also read the new york times even though i'm not a huge fan of of the new york times a lot and uh I listen to NPR a lot. Same thing. I'm not a huge fan of NPR, like, as far as how they report a lot of things. But, like, I view everything with a critical lens, and, uh, you know, I just try to get information from as many corners as I can um, and try to, you know, make sense of what the fuck's going on. You You know, know, it's
0: like someone's reporting it, so you know they have their lens on it. Right. So you can't just take it and make it your own. Yeah. Like, you have to put your own speculation, your own thought into it. For sure. it's like you're just... It's almost plagiarism of the truth, you know, it's like, but is like, is it your truth or is it someone else's, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that.
0: And But that's a dangerous, dangerous slope to go down. To. Dude. Because if you give tough. people the power to make their own truths.
1: Well, here we are. We know what happens when you yeah, do that. Exactly. You know what I mean? We're living through that. And that's... Uh, you know, and that's what the internet kind of did. Yeah. Um, I was listening. So Bill Burr was just, you know, Bill Burr, oh, you a fan of Bill yeah. Burr, Love Bill Bill Burr. so boy. he was just on a uh, Conan. <laughs> I just saw a clip. My buddy sent me, but he was talking about, um, you know, where you get for He's like, I'm not going to listen to you. If you, if anything you're telling me, you got from the internet. He's like, if you're telling me it's from a library, like I'm good with that. (laughs) He's like, because at least the library separates fiction and nonfiction. He's like, the internet is just everything you're reading is classified as nonfiction. And it's like, and it's most of it's bullshit. bullshit. So yeah, it's tough, dude. It's, it's tough to navigate. Um, and I just try to be on top of my shit and be as educated on stuff as I can. So I, I try to read as much as I can. I listen to a lot of like news podcasts and like stuff like that. And just, you know, I'm now getting into like reading, like, uh, like books written by like economists and stuff and like trying to understand that world and I don't know this is well, just where like I'm the going whole, you know? like
0: crypto boom yeah like I feel like that's in that's sp- way over I, my head I know yeah. well like
1: I'm a tech nerd bro and like when I still don't understand bitcoin it's, at all it's like all I'm for God. God. yeah it's dude like, it is it's weird it seems like it's all just based in nothing like, it, like is. what is it's, this it's like, just, like,
0: it, it's like a numbers game it's like yeah. uh, it almost reminds me of like Rubet. you know it's like you're just watching like yeah there's probably some more substantial yeah there is for sure that i don't we're understand. just too yeah <laughs> but like you gotta you gotta research so much and it's right like, and i tried actually, doing a little like, bit and like, like, i can't I be bothered i probably. bought like so i invested in ve chain and i was like all right I know that it was a blockchain gotcha. but they're looking at it in china and stuff so i'm like i'll put 500 bucks down here
1: hope for the Whatever. best. Yeah. If
0: I never say that 500 bucks again, it's a $500 lesson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't dude. crypto shit is crazy. It's something I just can't wrap my head around. So I just don't even try. And like, that's basically where I I'm don't at need with that it. that stress. Yeah. yeah I'm like, like, it just seems like too much, you know, if I need to know about it at some point, I'll figure it out then, but, but I don't need to know about it right now. So I don't care. <laughs> and I
0: say this, but then I like see people who are like, yeah, but like 20 bucks worth of Dogecoin. Yeah. Like, I don't like, see. I don't. I'm like, well, what
1: what the fu- what the fuck is a Dogecoin? I don't know i don't know what, what any of it do is dogecoin seemed like a me it seems like a meme as far as i'm concerned and like i but i don't see how it's any different from like bitcoin or any of the other ones like i'm like they're all the same to me and they all just seem made up and people are just like all right yeah we're good i mean it's just like the u.s dollar i mean what's, i mean, the u.s, what's the US dollar based yeah, on right it used to be gold nothing but now it's not anymore yeah it's and that's again and what we just said that's as far as i know about it so i'm right. not trying to what i'm talking about reading books by economists i'm talking about reading like more like about like the history of like the global economy, the American economy, how that shit works, how like how the, far back does it go? Well, I mean, America, I mean, mean I America, basically, I, mean, that's I, only like I go to three hundred years. Yeah, I go to the Industrial Revolution because that was when like shit started popping off. Yeah. That's when like the modern. That's when era, capitalism was like. Yeah, 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 and that's the modern era as we know it of of the global economy started. You know, it all stems back. So if you can understand it when it started, the industrial revolution started like boom, like, and then follow it from there. Like that's what I'm about. And that's what, and I think I'm pretty well versed in like, as far as like big picture stuff with the like global and U S economy, like that's like, I think I know a decent amount. And so, um, and that's like why I'm probably why I am the way I am and choose the views that I do, which is frustrating, you know, because I put in a lot of work to understand those things. And then I have conversations with people who don't.
0: Yeah. And And then it's, it's, well, it's frustrating because Instead of having a conversation where you can further your knowledge on it, you right. have to educate before. You know, yeah, right? and
1: people, some people just don't want to be educated. And some they, people are like, I chose this viewpoint because the man on the TV said I should, and you're a liar yeah right no, I'm just yeah like, oh, oh, right. okay well yeah. how do i
0: fight that right yeah exactly <laughs> like, and it, and it, okay yeah you learn to choose your battles like how, for sure I, like how can i make you happy there yeah you, you know? can't
1: yeah like i said you gotta pick your battles let me
0: just blindly agree with you, you right know?
1: yeah i just nod yeah right. just nod yeah, okay <laughs> okay cool
0: okay i gotta go yeah, yeah go, go, go. this is hopeless yeah okay. this isn't going
1: anywhere but there's but, a
0: lot of that going on and like that's the problem if neither side of any argument, like you know, going back on history, this country was built on being mediated, you know, and coming to um, what what's the word? Compromise. Compromise. There, nice, I, bro. Yeah, I botched that, <laughs> but whatever. But you know, like it's slippery though because you don't want to compromise with you know, like. Fascist. Hitler or yeah, Satan, right. you know, like yeah. you're, you're Neville, <laughs> uh, right, exactly. you're Neville Chamberlain. Yeah,
1: man. and that's kind of where I have found a way to position myself is like, you know, there's a certain opinion at some point there's a lot I and mean, i think everybody has this line there's a line at some point that it's like once you're past that line i'm not even tolerating the conversation you know because it's like i'm not trying to get like you said i'm not trying to get along with hitler and satan exactly <laughs> like, i
0: don't need to be their friend you know? yeah like, i'm not
1: trying i'm not just going to look at each look at
0: i don't want enemies but right. i don't want toxic friends yeah you know, dude exactly and
1: that's the whole thing It's like you know people are like, Oh, you just got to find common ground. You just, and it's like, dude, I'm not trying to find common ground with people it's who like, are just straight up hateful for no reason. You know right. what I mean? Like, so it's like there, there, and there's a line for everybody and I have my line. I know where that line is. And it's like, and if you're fucking with and I think, and I have a theory and now this is just a dumb stoner theory. Like everything that I have, <laughs> that there's just like the spectrum of like a, a, where you fall on American politics is just like how much you tolerate bullshit. Yeah. So like people in the center, tolerate bullshit. They are very like, yeah, just whatever, you know? And people on the right, you know, people on the far right are like, we are... We are the bullshit. We are the bullshit, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right, so it's like the far right is like, we made up a bunch of shit and we hate a bunch of groups of people. And then as you get further, it's like, okay, we don't agree with them but we accept them as who they are as people yeah. and then it's like okay well you know we just keep our distance from them and just you know whatever but like I will defend their right to say it and then it's like well I don't know I don't think we should let those people exist in our society and it's like we should probably like lock those people up You know? And <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's yeah, right? the American political spectrum is it's just like, like how much to you doctor. tolerate It's bullshit. like
0: rate your feeling on this yeah 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 day. right like, and that's that's basically where we're at yeah and, and it's, it's a scary place yeah because you, you can't lock anyone up you right know?
1: well like, yeah I'm not <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah i know but uh yeah but if you yeah. could it would be oh, probably um you don't want to institutionalize yeah. but you know maybe like if, if there's a way to just without brainwashing you know just right. to, like well you know what's funny people just enlighten you know like i feel like so many people like if they could just have like not to face-to-face um, Yeah, face-to-face maybe talk about something beings. deeper than yeah. um like the political spectrum that gives <laughs> nothing like right
1: they don't give a fuck yeah about surface you. level shit yeah, yeah you know, well like, dude the thing is when you take political views when right, you take you know? all that bullshit away like we the majority of us have a lot more in common than than we would think Except, and I, like you
0: know like the only thing that changes us is how we grew up you know so if like you can just like kaya said yeah just <laughs> kaya kaya sorry Put your ego away. Yeah, you know, like
1: it's which is very very difficult to do. And it is, and I struggle with that a lot. You
0: know, it's hard. You know, it's like
1: that's been my. I mean, I've been, dude. I've you know, I started paying attention to like what's going on in the world and being very passionate about it since I was like sixteen. You know, and just as I continue to grow, it's just like I mean, even emboldened with your views, right? Exactly, and you and and even with the conversation of just growing in general and moving towards that enlightenment, as we were saying, it's like, it's all about separating your ego. And that it's the same thing with that. It's just like, once I could separate my ego from it, it's like, you understand where to position yourself. You understand how to carry yourself. You understand how to have those conversations without them getting, you know, um, heated and, and, and shit like that. And you understand the biggest thing for me is understanding how to pick your battles. And it's like, like I was saying earlier, if there's someone like where I, I take so much, time to educate myself on so many different things where i can have those conversations and then if i get my you know i hear somebody saying something that is baseless they have not done any research for it you know whatever it's like okay I, i'm not gonna fuck we like you know maybe a few years ago i would have said something but it's like this person is fucking exactly lost. it's all their
0: opinions how are you gonna put right. your but but factual evidence exact. against their their baseless belief. opinions yeah
1: yeah right yeah
0: yeah. It's, it's and, like, and especially yeah. it's like to, arguing against or for God. Yeah. You know, like, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and that's a good point because there's a lot of emotion that comes into that. And it all, as you were saying, it all goes back to how we were raised and how we grew up. So, um, and that's, you know, very tough for people to let go of, you know, and that's, that's a conversation I have with my parents a lot when they, you know, they were raised very strict Catholic, you know, and it's like, and, and they had their very very strong beliefs, and I try to you know unravel that with them of being like, listen, we
0: don't have to
1: live like that. Religion anymore, is you know? whack. <laughs> it's
0: whack. The the whole keeping scripture from times where they didn't even know what penicillin, penicillin was. Yeah. you know, like they might have some spiritual understanding and maybe live simpler lives, but it's like they use that as a crux for their power and like world domin. like the Catholic church. Well,
1: so it's very funny about I you saying that
0: Luke, a crazy video about okay. how the Catholic church, it's like the Roman empire never dissolved. It just became the Roman Catholic church. And like, Whoa. and there's three points of power. You have Washington DC, where there's the ob- the obelisk, the Washington monument is the military center. Uh, London is the financial center and Rome is the religious center like that's how they control the world is that some like illuminati shit yeah i mean like so i mean a guy at work showed me and so, <laughs> so don't take it for much but a
1: guy who works in the kitchen really? yeah, yeah okay you
0: know you know those characters yes too,
1: all right but, so all right i know where we're at go yeah, ahead so
0: um <laughs> uh but the video he showed me he was like yeah it actually got taken down i was like whoa okay so they're trying to monetize it
1: or demonetize
0: it, right? Right. What are the
1: so? Isn't that so? The the thing with conspiracy theories is so funny because when you you find this crazy YouTube video, right? I mean, I it, don't really like, put much stock into no, it. No, but, but I think they're fun. They're fun to entertain, exactly. in my opinion. But they can also be dangerous. But um, yeah, what I think sure is so yeah, what I think is so funny is when these and i dude when i was like 18 19 i was like super into conspiracy theories and like and that's just because i was just a dumb 18 19 girl exactly. you know? like
0: anything's possible yeah you know, like- sure
1: yeah it's also like an extremely privileged view to to go <laughs> off conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theories because you good. don't actually if only
0: someone in the first world could
1: be worried yes, about a exactly, conspiracy yes exactly dude theory. exactly yeah and that's that's uh yeah it's 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 they're funny but i think it's so funny that when like there's a video on youtube right and it gets taken down they're like for for gross. which like a like normal person when it's like oh shit okay they took that down maybe that's it's fuck- that's for a reason yeah yeah, yeah maybe i should take that as a hand maybe they're maybe that wasn't sizing like, against thing. The but Church. but what's so funny is conspiracy theorists when they take it down it like solidifies it for exactly. them it's like oh they took it down because it's real yeah right <laughs> yeah I mean? right like, the
0: conspiracies like youtube is part of it you know? right like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're the elites yeah yeah uh, but it's, you know, but the Catholic church ain't, you know, it ain't all saints.
1: Yeah. I'll no shit. For sure. Yeah. there's a fucking pedophile yeah. ring going on for like and 30 like, years. I
0: love how much energy and money they poured into just covering it up. It's like, yeah.
1: You ever see the movie
0: spotlight? Never seen it because I went to a, they pretty much told us actually, you know, I had this really cool religion teacher, Mr. Whalen. He was like, you know what? You should watch spotlight. Like it was at a Catholic school. And yeah. I was like
1: spotlight's a fucking super good movie. Um, and it's just about how you know the the Boston Globe just like exposed blew up though. yeah and that's how yeah and well thank God
0: yeah shout out the Boston Globe for shout that shout out one.
1: the Boston Globe for sure um no super good movie though uh and it really shows you just like how crazy the whole fucking thing was but yeah the Catholic Church is fucked for sure like that's some Epstein level shit. Like, yeah, that's
0: beyond Epstein like, that, in my opinion that, literally like yeah. Epstein is probably like that whole situation was just some pawn you know like yeah.
1: so I mean the Epstein situation is fucked so don't get me wrong no I mean exa- but like but it wasn't even close to as many it wasn't even close to as big as as like, the Catholic church thing and that was I mean going on everywhere yeah like, that's what I'm saying everywhere yeah yeah Epstein was one guy running this and fucking, these were the heads of their community yeah you know yeah dude it is crazy religion is fucked you're right um, and but the thing is with rel- people who are like so dedicated to uh their religion, and so I think the right word is indoctrinated or indoctrined. No. I don't know. I'm not that. My vo- I have a very narrow vocabulary. I know what you're saying. But like the people who are just so into it, it's it's it is a fine line to where it becomes like a cult following, where it's like. You are raised not to question it at all. Yeah. And it's like, and that's those same people are a, the ones who fall into the very dangerous, like following of, you know, why am I a
0: soldier to my faith? Like, that doesn't yeah, make it's sense. weird.
1: It's super, but, but because everybody is terrified of their own mortality is what it comes down to. And sure. nobody wants to accept their mortality. And, and so that they're going to die. Right. Yeah. So yes, you're a soldier to your faith because you're going to think you're going to get rewarded. To the pearly gates when it when it's well, over, you know. Through the Catholic perspective, yes.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just using, yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody's got their own. What's the, you know, the something with the with virgins with Muslims or something? I don't know. I have <laughs> oh no yeah, the idea. forty virgins, something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I just, that, yeah, I don't even know if that's true. I just remember hearing that. But um, wouldn't you want some girls with
0: experience up there?
1: I have no idea. You know, like, uh, I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. What? What? That's a good way to, yeah. It's, that debunks that for me, real quick. Right, yeah. like what for? Yeah, virgins. What are right. they? It's like, like, are you sure? Like,
0: like that doesn't sound like okay. I guess buggers yeah. can't be choosers, but <laughs> right. to draw a plane into a building yeah. for this, right? You
1: know, like, oh, that's that's an interesting conversation as well of the uh, jihadists. Like, and
0: the fact. Well, Marty, dumb. Not even again. not like, something it, I know not, a lot about. I don't but, either. But like, just like it's it's just like ignorantly i probably just said that like um blindly about like muslim faith but all throughout history that's just what it is in this i mean what that's it's the extremist with. view
1: every every religion um for the most part has an A extremist that would
0: go to extreme lengths you know? right
1: i mean you have it in the u.s too with christianity yeah. with people oh, for sure with these like you know shooters like yeah. mass shooters that are like or kool-aid cults you know yeah like, right yeah it's uh yeah. Extremism is a real fucking thing. And then, I mean, that goes along with our spectrum with the, the bullshit, you know,
0: I know, but it's also part of like the indoctrination because like, just think about Joan of Arc, like martyrs throughout religion were, you know, held up to such a high level and, you know, people can convince themselves
1: that they're, they, yeah.
0: you know, they, that they can be just like them. And right. it's like, and that's a whole lot better than living, you know, like your earthly life. If It's not going for you, yeah. Yeah,
1: man, shit is fucked. Anyway, I want to get back into DMT because I never finished my story earlier about the kid from Easter Road with the dress. Okay, okay, okay. I went to uh, my buddy's apartment in Fredonia, and I was smoking weed with this kid, and he was saying, kept talking about DMT, DMT, and I'm like, what is DMT? He's like, you know what DMT is, and he like explain, he's like, it's a natural thing that exists within our brains, and, like, when you do the, like, you can find it in the ground or some shit and around frogs, I don't fucking know, and uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, and then you do it, it's like 15 minutes or some shit, it's, like, yeah. real short and he's like, but it's, like, feels like hours and there's it's this whole, you just go on this entire journey and you see this lady and, like, all this shit, and I'm just like, yo, that sounds not you want to hear cool, a terrifying like, I, I would story. probably do
0: it. Well, so this similar conversation happened when I was in college with a, you know, that kid I said I went to Chicago with Josh. Yeah. yeah. So he was telling me a story when he was around his friends who do DMT. And so he was at his brother's friend's house and his, or yeah, his brother's friend's house and his brother's friend was a chemist and he made DMT. And oh. like, they're all doing it around the fire. Like Josh didn't do it. Cause he's just like, it's kind of a health nut. Like he's all about just, keeping shit out of his body and sure
1: living organically or whatever yeah so raw dogging life if you will
0: exactly so they went raw dogging life for sure he's (laughs) he's a, a raw dogger but uh so anyways they had this similar conversation he's like yeah it's like 15 minutes like they sat around a campfire he's like just look into the campfire take a hit and like it'll happen so josh's friend at the time like was there was three people not including josh The one guy, the guy who made it was technically like the shaman, like he'd done it before. So he did it first. He was like, whoo, like, hell yeah. That was like a great trip. 15 minutes go by. (laughs) Um, Great. I like
1: that you're telling this, like you're like telling a joke. You're like, the first guy walks in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah. Just wait. Okay. Okay, So, 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 um, the second guy does, he's like, whoo, all right. Hell yeah.
1: Good trips. Good good trips all around. Good trips all around. Yeah.
0: So it gets to the guy doing it for the first time right let's, let's just say his name is alex 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 does it All right alex always wanted to be a fireman like he that's always what he wanted to be so just just a tidbit before i go into it so he, <laughs> he, he takes it and he looks at the fire and then he goes and the first thing he describes seeing is him laying like down looking at the ceiling and everyone he loves people he knows and doesn't know at the time but he feels this emotional connection that like they meant something to him in his life um and he's like and he realizes he's looking from his coffin bed right like he's in a coffin and then it like it warps the scene warps and he's in his retirement he's with the love of his life just the happiest he's ever been just feels at ease ready to go and it, he sees his grands grandchildren and he's just filled with so much like joy and yeah and this pleasure. is a 15
1: minute dmt trip
0: yeah okay yeah so as you can imagine it goes on he's 60 and he's receiving like his his like i don't know your pension and whatever sure. you know your gold watch after you finish <laughs> your, yeah. your tour of being a fireman and he's he just feels so much pride and he's looking at all of his friends and he's just like so overjoyed and he, he just feels complete And then he, it's 40 years and he's in the heat of battle. He's with his wife. They're like, they just had their fifth kid and they're raising, they're building
1: a home 30. He meets his wife. So he's like seeing, he's seeing what he is projecting as his future in like reverse order from his death backwards.
0: So the 20 year old, it's like how he gets into the fireman, the training he's going through now, like currently in the situation, like vividly and like where he's going to be. And then he's sitting back at the campfire, and he's like, ooh, fuck yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, dude, like, you still got, like, 10
1: minutes. It was, like, five minutes, and he he's saw like, his whole fucking life.
0: What? He's like, okay. He's like, he's like, yo, did someone else, like, come here, like, while we were sitting here? He's like, dude, what? What? No. He's like, I don't know. I, like, I, f- I, I feel like there's someone over my right shoulder, but, like, my brain's telling me don't look. Like, don't look. And, like, his friend grabs him by the face and, like, puts it, like, so he can't see anything. and goes, don't look, dude. Just stare into the fire, like, describe him to me. He's, like, he's wearing green pants, uh, black belt. It feels like a white white shirt, and he's got, like, black rim glasses on. He's, like, dude, whatever you do... Oh, my God, it's Buddy Holly. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> literally, Buddy Holly. He's, like, come on, man. No, but anyways, he's... He's like, dude, stare into the fucking fire. Don't trip. And he's like, okay, okay. So he's doing that, and he slowly feels it moving towards him. Like, damn near until it's on his shoulder. And then the 15 minutes about to go up, and he feels like a breath on his his ear. And then the timer goes off, and he... (sighs) like he feels it just gets sucked like out of the void okay and then so he asked his friend he's like dude what the fuck was that like what what the fuck was that he's like when i first did it i looked at him and i i couldn't look away and the next day i got into my car and he was sitting next to me and he got and he screamed at me like viscerally screamed at me and i couldn't i was just paralyzed with fear and i was like
1: damn dmt is nuts bro <laughs> yeah right
0: i know that was like a super long story but like when he told that to me it captivated me so much i was like how could something that like what the good you know it's like the potentiality of seeing something's like well a day goes on and he asks his friend like what do you think he's like dude like i honestly feel so secure in myself like i'm so happy like like my life feels changed, you know? yeah. But like, I guess what the point of the story is like, I don't want to do it with someone who's unexperienced. I want right. something, somebody.
1: So you need a control, who, yeah. Who yeah. can guide you? I me. mean, that's how it was for me when I first did mushrooms. Was like hanging out with my, like I, I was with. It was me and two of my buddies, and one of them had done it before. So I was like, all right, you know, because you know, there's always that anxiety that exists when you, you know, first try something. And you're like, I have no idea what I, what to expect you try to just be as calm as you possibly can but it's like you know the nerves are still there so yeah having somebody who's experienced with anything before you do it is is good um, especially somebody you can trust and that's what I tell I mean I have people ask me because I'm obviously very open about doing mushrooms and and, you know I experiment with them quite often but uh, I have people who have never done them and you know ask me how they should I'm like just I recommend do it. them every time. Well, yeah, but, like, do it with people you trust and, like, who, you ha- who you're who you very close with and, like, you don't feel insecure around. And, like, you know, and ideally somebody who knows what the fuck, like, who has experience with it and, and knows how to do that. Yeah, I
0: can tell you the things you're feeling aren't unnatural. Right. You know? right,
1: yeah, so I just stick with mushrooms. I've never even done acid, but here acid's acid. fun.
0: Acid's, like... It sounds intense, it's super intense. it can be a shit ton of fun, yeah, but like it's important you can do it with people you're super comfortable with, yeah like the social tensions that can arise just from like, I don't know why, but it puts like a psychological and in- like if you have anxiety, yeah, it can be which I, right, yeah, it can be lead to overthinking, yeah, and you don't wanna over. Right, yeah. Thing.
1: And I heard it also like enhances your insecurities and, yeah. and shit like that. So it's like yeah, well, I don't know. If... I don't know
0: about that. Like I love the way I look on acid. Like I don't know <laughs> why, but like I think every everyone, including myself and everything around me, is just like beautiful. Yeah. Like, like even like like June bugs, I'm like, wow, this thing is fucking awesome.
1: Well like, yeah, that's the fun of it. That's the fun of it, yeah, for sure. I mean that's the fun of mushrooms is just like when you realize that you just like are existing, you're you're just an organism
0: just like everything else. Exactly.
1: And everything's connected and we're all one existing in this ecosystem. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And And that's why it's like, I also always recommend doing it on a like super nice day outside, you know,
0: like, well, if you're going to do it by yourself, like, if, like, let's say you don't really have a friend you your company, just microdose. You know, like, yeah. just take a little bit.
1: My thing with microdosing is I don't, like, I feel like you should go full trip Yeah, first for your first time. Because you're not going to know. Yeah. You're, you're going to have no idea what it even has kicked True. in. Like, microdosing, like, I mean, that's what I do the most is microdosing. But it's also, like, I know what tripping feels like. So it's, like, microdosing, you can tell what what's going on you know yeah
0: you you know the the demarcations along the road right it's just you're only taking two steps yeah like but i agree i i made that mistake the first time i did mushrooms i only took like two grams
1: right and that's what everybody wants to do everybody's like well let me just take a little bit and i'm like you're not gonna fucking know anything's happening
0: exactly but i mean hey it still got me to where i was going eventually that's like
1: and that's the thing with like when i when i because i've you know done it with people who it was their first time doing it and it's like dude just fucking eat an eighth <laughs> yeah and it's like because you should get the full experience because Cause you're gonna because it's right yeah. you're gonna be pissed and it's gonna be so annoying for you when you are sitting there being like am i tripping i don't know if i'm tripping exactly. i don't know you know and what i mean That's like, so just eat an eighth because you're gonna tripping. fucking know yeah you know and it's and it's just amazing when you're all on the same level and good call on the the fire thing about your buddies who are doing around a fire yeah uh there's oh, something fire. with psychedelics oh. with when you're i, I, I did it with a few of a my fire friends fire yeah dude you get lost in yeah. it is. it's phenomenal though it's phenomenal and uh fire is an interesting very very interesting element because it's primal you know yeah it's like,
0: maybe that's what it is yeah well it's just pure energy yeah like think about it it's like like it's hot yeah but it's just a shit ton of atoms just going crazy that's a good point
1: yeah that makes sense but yeah the one time one of like the best trips i ever had was hanging out with my friends at my buddy's cabin and we were building a fire like we were we were already tripping and then started building a fire we built it together and that's like (laughs) it's such a crazy experience like just the most simple thing of like you know everybody doing their part to create like, wow, this we have energy, fire, right? yeah. And then you just sit and stare, and you're like, "We created this together, I know. you know? I know." And it's it like, and so then you fun. have this like bond that you formed, and this is the result of it, you know. And it's like yeah. just no, this collaborative I, effort to to make heat. And what, you know,
0: where's a better spot to talk about anything? Yo, for real, yeah. Sitting, sitting around a fire, 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 yeah, and just like drinking, talking, yeah. shop, or tripping, yeah, doing whatever, Smoking.
1: Yeah. yeah, doing nothing, yeah. You know? yeah. I'm also I've never like I have to smoke weed when I'm tripping. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it just keeps keeps the anxiety low, keeps the spirits high. And it's like I
0: feel like it's a little like it's almost like uh like a little little boost you know it's like it's yeah like a it, lot of
1: times i feel like it acts as like a uh, an activation agent yeah you know what
0: i mean where it's like for sure oh,
1: okay yeah i'm in it now yeah <laughs> right I mean? it's yeah. like
0: you're high and then you're like oh shit i'm really high you're yeah
1: like, oh. it's great though i love those moments when you're like in like peak trip where it's like you can't even talk yeah <laughs> you know it's oh like oh my god you, you ever you're it, just it, laughing you do just, like, just you're, you're just goofy. laughing super fucking hard everything is goofy. You feel euphoric no. yeah euphoric and numb at the same time like it's like you feel everything and nothing and it's like it's and like
0: your spirit is pressing against you, you yeah gotta,
1: and it's just you've just reached this ultimate level of, of what you're doing and you just can't even put it into words there was my my buddy john who was on recently and we talked about this story of when i was because john is a guy who just raw dogs life you know what i mean <laughs> does you know he's not into that he you know has smoked weedy ha- has drank and that's pretty much it yeah. and then he doesn't now he doesn't do anything yeah um so when i was it was his cabin we were at and i was tripping and and he was like my little like sober companion guide and he had a little notebook it would like write down, <laughs> write down what i would say it was super funny uh and that's i love shout out john awesome. fox i love john um one of the best dudes of all time and uh i can't imagine the scribbles in there yeah dude yeah. super well he had it with him when we did the podcast and he, he read a few things out of it and i was like i have no fucking idea what i was but it was <laughs> so funny because there was one point where it was like i was like peak trip and i like how much did you take an eighth Oh, God. I, and i did mushroom tea you ever do mushroom tea no bro mushroom tea, tea is the way to go man you get a little little steeper guy and you put the mushroom there pour the hot water in it and just drink it and it t- it, dude, it doesn't it,
0: take any extra activation or anything like it if I go, like, I have mushrooms at home, so, like, yeah, you're saying if I put it on a steeper with hot water. Yep.
1: Pour it over it and just, just like you make it like, act like it's just like a, you know, tea leaf. And you just pour it over it and then, you know, some people throw in some lemon juice or something. But Honey. I actually like the taste of mushrooms. Like, I don't know. I don't, a lot of people are like, it tastes this I feel like it tastes, I think it tastes like sunflower seeds. Um, it yeah, just tastes earthy. Bit. It's just got, yeah, like, an earthy, natural taste. Like, good. it doesn't bother me. I don't know. But the mushroom tea is just, like, a water form of that. Um, do you eat the mushrooms after? Yeah. So, you don't have to, but I did. Yeah, why not? Why would you? <laughs> so, yeah, it? So, yeah, so you drink the tea, and then you eat the mushrooms, and then it's a dude. And, you know, every time I do that, I always have a really good time. But, uh, um well, thank you for that. Yeah, mushroom tea is the, is the way to go for sure. But that's what I did at the, at the cabin. And There was a point where I was trying to, I just like came to this crazy aha moment. And I was trying to put it into words to explain to John. And I just, my mouth was just not working. You can't.
0: Yeah. Your mouth can't possibly comprehend right. what you're in entire like yeah. being is yeah right and now. you finally
1: and, and for me it's like you just finally just accept that it's like all right i just have to enjoy this moment yeah. and you don't have to speak on it you don't have to document it just fucking enjoy that it's happening and just laugh yeah literally you know? Know? and it's a beautiful thing take man. it all in because yeah.
0: you know, like unfortunately it doesn't last you know, right like forever but
1: yeah i did uh
0: be a, probably for the best yeah don't want that shit lasting forever
1: no 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 that's for sure um i did do mushrooms with some friends over the winter during the pandemic we just hung out in my buddy's apartment I didn't have a great time but it's also like the circumstances like it all depends on where your headspace is at and everything yeah. and you know it, through this whole pandemic dude it's been ext- you know obviously very stressful and uh especially during the winter things were were, were tough and uh you know we're just like stuck inside my buddy's apartment and it's like when you're on mushrooms like you want to go explore yeah and you, you want, want to walk to be outside. around and
0: yeah being stuck in one place yeah it's not sucks.
1: yeah not a and and i've done mushrooms like that a few times where it was just like in the winter just inside like with you somebody's want a home
0: base but like
1: you want to be a you want explorer. most of your
0: trip to be outside of the room where yeah. you want to come back to when you're yes. done with it yeah good yeah. call
1: good call and that yeah. then it
0: just it feels like it's going nowhere the right. whole time. You're just like, well, I'm gonna be here at the beginning yeah be And tonight. that's when
1: you start getting like stressed and you feel like it's you almost get a uh, a little uh stir crazy where it's yeah. just like I've just you know you So like I'm in my buddy's apartment bit. and it's like all right I'm gonna go hang out in the kitchen for a little bit. You yeah, know and it's like I go in the kitchen anything different and uh just try, you know, and yeah and, and try to figure out something. My one buddy who I was with there uh took a walk we were like in like the Elmwood village and he took a walk to the co-op the, uh, <laughs> yeah, and to just, like, get something to drink or something. And he, when he came back, he was like, bro, that was amazing. And he was like, I literally cried. He was like, I walked in the co-op and just saw people living their lives. He's like, dude, like, I just, like, just seeing people, like just working like just seeing the cashier like <laughs> they're just working man like that's just their day it's just yeah. they're here and somebody's grocery shopping, and they're having an entire different day and like and that's you know what mushrooms is essentially is like recognizing those kinds of things yeah. and so and he was like it was just so beautiful seeing people just exist that it made it moved him to tears it moves
0: you so out of yourself you know yeah. it's like you're no longer self centered you know it's like
1: yeah and that's where we're and that's why it's like cheat codes in the video game because it yeah. really does allow you to kind of dissolve your ego and just exist within the universe if we were a
0: flower that would be our bloom
1: Yeah. Know, like yeah 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 and that's what it's all about man trying to separate the ego it's 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 a, it's a tough thing to do and i try <laughs> to carry myself like that you know as much as i can and it's sometimes it's harder than than not but and well, hey is.
0: what are you going to do you can't just give up as long as you keep trying, as long know? as you keep trying. I yeah. mean, if you get zero, zero, one percent better every day, you'll be like a thousand times better by the time you die. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. It's math. Do it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: All right, bro. So pandemic is starting to wind down. Things are starting to look look up. Um, are you? You? I mean, dude. I being twenty one years old having a little bit of an education, you know what I mean? You, you got a grasp of it, stepped away from it. Things shut down, you know, could buy you your home. If I'm you, you know what I mean? The first thing I'm thinking of is like, I want to go live. <laughs> like yeah, I want to go I on mean, some experience, f- experience some, some real life fucking shit. road trip. Yeah, oh, like, dude. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you about to do? Like, you got to have something going so on. So
0: like prop, like, my ice, like tip of the iceberg for me, is probably like at some point in my life, like work enough courage to do some part of the Appalachian Trail.
1: Nice. I got a buddy who's who uh, hikes the whole thing.
0: Like, cause I don't know. That I feel like that's what I'm happiest. Like, one, if like I'm on mushrooms, it's great. But like just Being hiking, out in nature. Yeah. yeah, just making the most. Oh, except one thing I don't like about nature: ticks. I was tripping <laughs> acid like two weekends ago, dude and i was like down by the creek and i was inspecting myself i found one in my belly button whoa it was crazy it bit me up and shit but i got it up where were you uh reeds
1: oh nice nice yeah Yeah. how's he doing he's doing well yeah Yeah. good shout out reed last time i saw him was at your 21st birthday party and he was fucked up yeah Yeah. he's always fucked up yeah you know that's reed (laughs) Does thing. that's good um yeah man I, I also am a person I'm trying to and I talk about this a lot that I need to uh, go outside more especially now that's getting nice out and shit like it's just dude nothing makes me feel better you know and it's it's crazy you know because obviously there's this um, common like joke when amongst people who have anxiety and depression you know when you're having like a tough tough go at it and someone's just like just go outside you know and yeah. it's like fuck off it's yeah like right? that's not, like you, you know it, but I however get out of bed yeah
0: like, like the advice sounds like so abrasive but it's in itself good advice yeah i mean yeah it's it, just where is it coming from like
1: right I it guess. is it is very like surface level nothing but um however like being outside always does help with my mental health and just like doing anything you know well, the just sunlight, getting that vit- the vitamin sun, d baby yeah. get that serotonin um that's the toughest part about being mentally ill and
0: living in buffalo
1: (laughs) yo fucking you don't gotta tell me dog
0: yeah it's so easy to just be a shut-in you know it's like well what's the reason go outside right it's just as gloomy out there as it is in
1: here yeah yeah for sure and it's like especially how we live you know um as i mean i'm like the cusp of millennial and gen z but you're full-on gen z and uh gen z humor let me say it's it's amazing.
0: It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, I love it. I think Gen Z is the funniest fucking it's, it's people. It's wall all time. breaking. Yeah, I
1: love it. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. You guys are doing something good. Um, but, uh, what I was gonna say though with that is just like uh, how much we exist on screens. Yeah, you know, and it's just like it's so easy. It is. You know, it's literally like
0: can't go anywhere without seeing a screen
1: right it's like any other drug in the world it's just this easy hit of dopamine instead of actually doing something substantial it's just so easy to just swipe and scroll and you know whatever and just exist on a screen for a while but eventually it's just gonna fucking wear you out
0: they're called cells for a reason
1: whoa, whoa. what do you mean like cell phones like prison oh so well yeah like cell right cell. right but like a cell like a prison cell. Yeah, you know. So pretty easy to break out of though Oh, yeah, for sure! It's super. Protection. I mean, like you ever see it's it's, uh, it's it's
0: it's not. Uh, I I think it was Dave Chappelle who said this. I don't know. He said, "There's prison and then there's jail." No, it was on Family Guy. He's like, "There's prison <laughs> and there's jail." He's like, "Oh, he's like, okay, so you have jail where you have the sleepy guard and the broomstick with the key, and then you have prison." It's like, so where do the white guys go? Jail. Where do the black guy go? Prison. They ever go to jail? No, just to prison.
1: That's a Family Guy? Yeah. That's funny.
0: Family Guy does some fucked up shit, man. Like, I don't know how they got away with half the shit they well,
1: did. Well, most of it, it's, so here's a, uh, my take on that, because I see that a lot of, like, I saw a tweet one time that was like, how did a generation raised on Family Guy and South Park become so sensitive to shit? And it's like, because those shows some are- Some of it, the shit's not funny. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. But it's it's satirical. Yeah and that's it's it's not like what you just said that joke you just made is not making fun of is not like taking black people as the expense of the joke, it's making it's, it's fun of the fucked up system. The system, it's, right? Yeah. It, it's calling out the system and making the joke out of it, and that's what satire is. Yeah. yeah, and that's why those shows are it's, funny. It's,
0: it's the people that accept that, right? As and like, that's
1: and that's why always sunny is fucking hilarious. Oh, always sunny, and like you is know, like, all those shows. It's like yeah, they're uh, they're yes, surface level they are offensive, but they're not. It's who is the butt of the joke? So it's like if you're just making a joke to just. If you stare stereotype, you know, Like, fuck off. That's not funny. And we should stop doing yeah. that. But satire is a completely different thing. And that's what Family Guy is. I, and, I, I don't think South I could ever get well.
0: offended watching. It's always sunny.
1: No, exactly. because <laughs> And that's because they it, don't. It's
0: so dumb. But yeah, I love it.
1: It, it. Literally, the entire point of the show is making fun of people who are like that. Like, yeah. it's like, these people are just out of their goddamn mind assholes. You know?
0: I'm a recovering crackhead.
1: This is my sister. sister. Yeah, we like right. welfare. All right. I'm gonna cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah. see, that's the other thing too. Is with language is like there was a time where th- that was thing, yeah right. Yeah, that I, is a more I, acceptable yeah, thing. But yeah, dude. It's it's. I was just having this conversation the other day with a guy that I work with of like. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you quote things yeah
0: it's like you you gotta be mindful like
1: yeah that things change things change you don't have the
0: context of the show to support right what you say Yeah.
1: yeah 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 and that's just you know
0: so sounded outlandish
1: right yeah and uh things change things become less acceptable and you just you know you adjust and that's literally how you know how i go about my life is just try to be as forward-thinking, progressive as possible, try to get the vibe of what people are feeling and go, hey, we don't use those kinds of words anymore. We don't make those kinds of jokes.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and uh, I was just listening to an interview recently about talking about how a lot of these old comedians, it's like, oh, they wouldn't have been able to make it today. And it's like, yeah, they would. They would adjust. Like, that's how it works. Like, that's how it's always worked from the beginning of time. It's like, it's not like the the world's just just crazy sensitive now. Yeah, Yeah, it's just you, it's... You have we, to adapt. We, we like, evolve, bro. Exactly. We're evolving, human beings.
0: Like be people. Like, why is compassion, like compassion and comedy can't can't coexist? Right, you know? exactly, like, and they sure what? can.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's where I I fall a lot is like on that balance because I, I'm a huge fan of stand up comedy and defending comics and you know because especially when a, comedian—that's comedian art form, right. And the whole point of it is you're walking the line, you know what I mean? You're walking that line and, and trying to, and that's why I love bill Burr. You know what I mean? Because he is a person who walks it well, walks it extremely well, probably better than most. Um, and knows exactly how to, like, he loses the crowd on purpose and then brings them back, you know what I mean? And, like, just to kind of... And he is a person who's just found that balance, and so... He dismantles people in a way. Right, so I'm all about, you know, defending disenfranchised groups and changing my language to may, be more accepting and those kinds of things. But I also, I'm a person who loves the the art of comedy and knows that that's how comedy works. It is. It's a reflection of the society that we live in. Yeah. And it's all about walking that line. And, and like, if you're going to be a person who like, dude, the whole thing with like Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars, because he made like a gay joke like 10 years ago. It's like, dude, it's like 10 years ago. Right. Okay. It's, it's like, you have to understand the context of time and you have to understand um, you know what was acceptable and not it's the same thing with just like, listening
0: to music 10 years ago yeah
1: but. I mean it's the same thing with like you know um, with with like blackface and shit like that it's like dude there was a time not that it was acceptable but it wasn't like as like we have evolved to a new point where we go okay that's not okay you know what I mean and not that it ever be- has been like oh yeah that's yeah. totally fine to do but there was a time where it was like you could get away with it so it's like it, there you know when when people are pulling out these like old things of what people did in their past and and trying to like ruin them for it, it's like nah dude we're not doing that. like we are growing and we have to allow people to grow and have to allow people to make mistakes and it's like if they did something fucking 20 years now obviously it's a spectrum for everything it depends but on, like, on what you part- did but nobody yeah that's the whole thing is, is and and that's where i find myself trying to balance between i mean for lack yeah, of a better like term said, between left and the right yeah
0: like, that's not a defense to all the assholes out there who just exactly want to be assholes right like. for
1: sure it's yeah it's 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 finding a, a balance for sure and and that's that's what i try to do is just try to understand that balance and, and try to position myself as best as it's i can tough. based on what i know it's very tough and that's all about you know trying to figure out who we are and i'm sure you're gonna fucking bro you're in a great spot for being 21 and uh you know you're in a lot better spot than i was when i was 21 and uh so uh you know and, and things are only going to keep growing and, and evolving for you and well i hope so yeah you got to keep that that positive outlook and be as respectful and understanding of of your surroundings as you can and just fucking do you well yeah
0: well you know the only way we can get better is just by knowing other people. You know, it's like, yeah.
1: Communication like, and living in a society.
0: Exactly. And that that's probably the one thing that drives me the craziest. But that's why I was so honored to be on the
1: podcast. Hell just yeah, dog. To, I mean, I love talking to you. I always have. You're one of the, you have a very interesting brain and that's why I wanted to bring you on. Um, and like, I, you know, when I first started seeing that you were writing and, and doing stuff like that and some of the conversations that we've had, you know, and especially like, you know, our experiments with psychedelics and stuff yeah. like that and just outlooks on life. So, and that's the conversations I and love the, having. F- so the
0: family history. we have. Yeah, yeah of like, course.
1: Yeah. I mean, I literally remember when you were born, which is yeah. a crazy statement to make. Um, I don't, man. Yeah. Well, that's good. I hope it was a good day. Um,
0: I was born on the same day as Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee, but most
1: importantly, Bill Nye. Those are three fucking amazing people to share a birthday with. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. You into astrology at all? Yeah, fuck yeah. Hell Sagittarius, yeah, Sagittarius, maybe. Oh yeah, Sag is rule, bro. I got a lot of K is a Sagittarius too. Um, I got a lot of good Sag friends. Um, it, yeah.
0: I mean, Candace technically a Sag. But she's a like, cusp for sure. She's like a Scorpio. Scorpio
1: Sag cusp, sure. yeah. Yeah, dude, that shit is interesting. I love astrology, and people rip on me for it, but like, I, I, I kind
0: of, I put a little stock into it. Like, I'm like. It's gotta mean something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just for me. It's just like I don't know. Well, I
0: believe in like energy. Yeah, yeah same,
1: like, same, 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 and and that's like, and I believe that you know we exist within the universe and that everything is connected. And maybe that's just because we've done fucking smoked so much weed and done so much mushrooms and shit. But it's like I don't give a fuck right, if that's what. But it, isn't I it like crazy, being crazy like to this. think
0: about though? Like when there's a full moon, you'd like feel crazy because like, dude, the moon controls water. That's and what i like, man. Mostly uh, water. So yeah, it's like
1: yeah you gotta start um, I don't know it's life is way more fun when you stop just writing things off as coincidence yeah yeah for sure I mean
0: it, and that's just how Silver I Linings it. yeah I love that movie by the way Silver Linings Playbook one of the Fucking best dude great movie, yeah dude. An,
1: a, an amazing uh, uh, perception of, of mental health um, and relationships in general honestly because um, it's not easy yeah dude it's so funny I was watching that movie with my parents and uh, like uh, towards the beginning of the movie, Bradley Cooper is reading that book, and he <laughs> finishes it, and he's like, "What the just fuck?" And he goes it, out. yeah, he throws out the window, and then wakes his parents up, and he's like pacing back <laughs> and forth, explaining and it to them. And I was watching that movie recently with that's my parents. Yeah. Yo, I was like, "Yo, mom and dad, just buckle up," because that's <laughs> probably me in like ten years. And my mom was like, "Oh my god, I hope not." I'm like, "If I'm still living here, what was he reading? Old Man in the Sea?" I don't fucking know.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, that book is bullshit, though. Oh, is it? sucks yeah it's i just finished
1: reading i just finished reading brave new world you ever read that one mm-hmm. very good book by um who? aldous huxley it was written in 30, you, do you know the book 1984 by george orwell
0: oh yeah that's like i i know of it I haven't read it that's like a major dystopian novel right? yeah
1: brave new so there's a lot of people say that orwell ripped off brave new world brave new world yeah so brave new world was written like 10 years before so i read so 1984 I or
0: read brave new world before i think 1984,
1: 1984 is a better read in my opinion. Um, but because I, of like, you know, I read 94. I loved it. Watched the movie from the eighties. I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know a movie existed. There's a reason you don't know that it exists. It fucking sucks. Um, they tried, you know, but they leave out a lot of stuff from the book, which makes the movie make no sense. The pacing is all fucked. It's bad. Well, it's like but I think deep. it was a pretty low budget movie though, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I f- so because of 1984, you know, reading into it more, it's like, oh yeah, this was, you know, Brave New World was what inspired 1984. So, I read Brave New World. I just finished it and there's uh it's good. I thought 1984 was better, but um the ending is just was just kind of boring to me um but i hate boring ending Nothing
0: worse than getting to an end of a book right i just put in all this yeah
1: not that it. i don't know i just was like okay like well that's terrible you want something uh, yeah yeah but the the universe that aldous huxley creates in that book i really really liked um and peacock uh, the NBC like streaming app, oh, okay. they came out with a Peacock original, which is Brave New World. So they made it like a mini series, is nine episodes exactly. based on the book. Yeah, but they changed a lot. But I like everything that they changed. You know, I mean the book was written in the nineteen thirties. So shit. So I they yeah change. they, they changed shit, no. a lot of it. Um, made it a lot you know a lot more inclusive. Made like because it's mostly like. Uh, it's all male characters in Brave New World, except for there's like two women in it. So they made they sounds sw- like the third. They right. So they switched some of the male characters to women, and then probably had um, no
0: effect on the story.
1: Right. But, yeah. It, and and then they uh um and then they also the the one uh, female character that was in the original book um was kind of just like. A dumb woman <laughs> yeah. that was like her like whole character. So they made her, they kind of like blended her character with a different character to make her more interesting. like interesting. Yeah, depth, yes, know. exactly. And uh, and I liked those changes that they made, and I think it makes it more enjoyable. So, um, but yeah, dude, if you're into like sci-fi dystopian oh, shit, yeah. um, both 1984 and Brave New World are really good. And uh, if you don't want to read them, just watch the show Brave New World because it is super well, fucking good.
0: I, well, like I do Audible just because it's
1: so like, I do. I do Libby, which is a library app. And if you have a library card, you can just rent audiobooks on the app and it's just free. <laughs> yeah. And how much could a library card be? It's free. Oh, and that's part so of living in our society. America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: As you have free public access to a library. Who gave us libraries? Was it Grover Cleveland or um, Eisenhower? I don't,
1: I don't know. That sounds right. You know, it was probably the, that era. Um, Someone made it happen.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, 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 not a president. It was um Rockefeller. Really? Yeah, or one of those guys. One of the captains one of industry. That's oh, super interesting,
1: interesting actually. One but do think about the idea of a library and how it's like a publicly funded place for people just to go read and learn. You know what I mean? And like if libraries didn't exist, if they were presented today, it was like, "Hey, I think we should take taxpayers' money and no right and everybody would be like absolutely not and, and like those potholes right dude it's a it's a crazy thing how much we've changed how much the view has changed in our society of of like no like we've just been declining intellectualism or denying the chance to to further intellectualism and it's just like and that's how well, we are getting a creative where we're at dude the, well, that's the whole thing is like look at a time when we lived where you know the library was created because we wanted people to further you know the idea of public education that was that was a form of one education and entertainment
0: to anyone you yeah like exactly because, reading we, a we, pastime. because
1: you want people to prosper you want people to no matter what how much money you have you can come here and get an education you can try you can to educate level up. yourself yeah and try to move up in the world and we keep the and that, and these are the types of things that I'm reading in these types of books about well, like the history of our economy system, and everything. You know? Like
0: they kind of put a dependence on well, like growing up at least, like college was always like, no, you're like you're gonna go to college. Yeah, so, like okay, don't sure. know what I'm doing there, but go, right. like, oh, well, I guess. Yeah, like, it became
1: it became a standard, but it um, and that's kind of where we're at now is that college is a, it became a standard of our society, but financially is not feasible for most people. For most people. And it's like so how can you that how can you that system is not sustainable if we're trying to allow people to prosper. Now it's not even allow people to prosper. Now it's allow people to exist to you know what I mean? Like your job market is extremely limited without some form of college degree. You know? And it's like so
0: And even when you have a college degree, there's so many other people that you're competing with who yeah. have these college degrees exactly, about yeah, to get this right. job. So you it's, know, like, it's like,
1: like it makes absolutely zero sense for people to have to pay out the ass to just try to be the where the bar is, not even ahead of it, just to be where it is, you know? And it's like, but there was a time in... In, in some professions
0: it's necessary. Like, absolutely. like your brother David, you know? Yeah, you, he's you can't, a lawyer. You, you need can't be law a degree. lawyer, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. A doctor. But the know. thing
1: was it used to... Uh, In like the 1960s, 50s and 60s is when college was like, okay, it's extremely affordable. We have a very strong middle class and, um, you know, class mobility was way more fluid and you could, you, the idea of going to college was to try to, you know, grow towards prosperity. It wasn't a standard. It was trying to better yourselves as, as people. And the more people that became educated, that's where you get, uh, you know, more movements that were successful and, and you know, and more things that helped Americans become more prosperous. And then that just like, I don't know. in like the seventies, yeah, the seventies and eighties is when shit started to change. There's a website. I think it's called what the fuck happened in 1976.com or something like that. <laughs> I think it's 1976, but like you look, it shows all these graphs that of like a bunch of different things in our society. And after, I think it's 1976, like everything just shifted and uh so that's what i'm talking about when i'm reading about and learning theory. about these things within our economy and within you know american society of how we used to view things and how they completely shifted and how we got to a point where we're at and it's like we that's, need to completely reverse engineer a lot of what we've though. done um because what, yeah dude they're used to, i mean in what like, monumental thing <clears throat> happened in 1976 um i'm not really sure i don't yeah there's a uh, when I did, mean, I've looked into Vietnam and 74, early seventies at some point. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vietnam was definitely a turning point for American America, society. For sure. Yeah. Um, because that was like, I mean, dude, we America, the, the, the U S has not fought a necessary war since world war two. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everything and it was
0: necessary for one, we were fighting evil and two, like the best way to fix an economy.
1: Yeah. So Yeah. There's, I've been reading up a lot about that too. About,
0: I mean, that, the war not, literally got us out of the depression.
1: Well, there's a lot of things that got us. Well, there was a lot of different moving factors, and 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 FDR FDR's New Deal was a big a lot, part of yeah. that. Yeah, getting people back um, to work. But the was New huge. Deal wasn't. You know, the New Deal again, viewing everything with a critical lens. The New Deal was not the end all be all for for everybody, but it did. That it is what got us out of. They, it employed people again, you know. Yeah. It's like well, and- that's what built the strong middle class, and that's what the point I was just talking about in the 1950s and 60s was the most prosperous Americans could possibly be. Now, obviously, there's a bunch of other issues that were existing at that time that we've since, you know, progressed a little further on that we still need to work on. But you know, as far as just the economy goes, like it was for the first time ever, it was in favor of the working class. Um, wages were the highest proportionately, like the highest they had ever been. Um, and yeah, we had, we were, had amazing, I mean, the auto industry was, was popping off too, which was a big part of it. So tons of jobs. Um, you that's know, that's where
0: Buffalo comes in. You know, yes, you yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, Detroit, and, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. All those, all those, uh, what do they call them? Rust, Rust Belt, Rust Belt yeah. cities. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, and that's when you get this really strong working class who then goes on to be educated. And then, you know, from there you get, you know, like the civil rights movement and you get all these.
0: Exactly, progressive thought. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait.
1: Right. And then in the 70s, things started to shift. And then in the 1980s, you get Ronald Reagan, who pretty much reversed everything everything that happened. Yes, which also is part of that. There's a documentary on Netflix called Crack. (laughs) Um, I think it's called Crack in America. Dude. Probably insane. Insane. Um fuck Ronald Reagan forever. Um, because that's dude, there are a lot of issues that exist in our society today that go back to that era. Um and there's a lot of fucked up shit that happened, and I highly recommend looking into it. Um but yeah.
0: He he fucked over the rest of the eighties and the nineties.
1: Yeah, yeah. So well yeah, dude, there's just the, the middle class has just been slowly declining. Since like the 1980s, and it's just shrinking and shrinking, and the rich are getting richer, and the poor are getting poorer. And eventually, that's not a sustainable system. And eventually, something it's like the French Revolution might not happen exactly. Something has to happen There's gonna at some start point. Being salons people go to start talking about shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That, I mean, well, dude, that's what the whole the thing. is like is. right yeah, as like, people become more desperate, you know as, as, uh, you know, as the rich continue to become richer, the poor continue to become poorer. As, as people become more desperate, that's when movements start to happen because they have no other choice. And that's you know, might not be something that happens in our lifetime, but that's where we're moving towards. Um, and that's uh, big picture. And that's why I that's where I put all of my energy into like trying to understand these systems that are in place and how we got here and all that kind of shit. And that's where I try to like, you know, it's a lot of energy. Skin. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's you but know, it's it's a good
0: fight. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. so yeah the crack documentary on netflix is really good um capital in the 21st century i've talked about on here before the book is really good the documentary is really good um the capital of the 21st century is the most like high level big picture here was the history of the global economy since the industrial revolution and, and how oh, we got to where okay. we're at you know really interesting stuff
0: is this all on netflix or those two yeah okay. those two and on peacock yeah
1: yeah so the peacock uh original show which is the brave new world which that's just a fun show yeah you know just just sci-fi dystopian shit so there's educational stuff and then there's just fun stuff you know
0: All right well you need both yeah, yeah it's like you need salt and
1: sugar hell yeah baby how about that how about that's what's that? up luke aiden Thanks for coming on, bro. It was my pleasure. Thanks for brother. bringing the Barry Visions. Yeah, no um, problem. I mean, we're probably going to have, another, gonna have yeah. yeah, let's let's go we'll have couple. one more. Um, thanks for coming on the pod. I hope everybody listening enjoyed it. And uh, I'll see you soon, bud.
0: All right, I'll see you soon.
1: Later.